Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening, and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and tonight I'm happy to welcome Rick Walquist, I guess the second half, better half, no, of the uh, Walquist family. I would say the better half. (laughs) I know how that goes. (laughs) Rick, it is nice to have you here tonight. Thanks, Earl. It's a pleasure. We really enjoyed Carrie's story. Anything as you heard her story that you uh, would care to comment on or thoughts about that? Well, I think the largest thing for me with Carrie's story is a a sense of gratitude, you know, that um, the Lord was able to uh, work on her heart and that she was able to um, come to a realization as I had yeah, and that we could kind of work and and together and and end up on this journey together. And which, you know, uh, when I first started on this journey and before I really had said anything to her, it was... You know, I was I was petrified. I was frightened that it might. When you um, had that little talk with her, uh, you right. You know, I was afraid that you know it could be over for us. You know, because I, I've known and heard of a lot of other people that, you know, in my situation and you know families were broken and yeah. relationships torn apart. Well, and women need our need us husbands to bring them through the veil, so to speak, <laughs> in the celestial marriage concept. So you're threatening her temple marriage and her chance to live with God, I guess. That's the, what Mormons believe. What yeah, we, what yeah we, it's a frightening we, concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that away. Well, maybe to, to belabor that just a bit more, what do you hear as the counsel sometimes when one of the spouses comes to a what we call a saving personal relationship with Jesus and the other one feels like Mormonism is still true. Yeah. What do we hear? I, you know, my experience is, and there's kind of a, a, a double standard, because I think, you know, the, the, the LDS church, uh, you know, officially and, and from church leaders would, you know, encourage, you know, marriages and families to be, to stay together and to work yeah. that. but. You know, when in the trenches, so to speak, or really out in the homes, you know, the the people that are in the church, uh, you know, they they are not thinking that they're you know they're thinking, well, you know, you need to leave, you need to find someone that's going to be able to take you to the social. Kingdom. Even the leadership or family, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, bishops and people that were you know that we were associated with, you know, were um, in that process of like we're, we're warning Carrie that she might have to think about. You, you know that we that we'd have to get divorced and you know and, and start planning for those kind of things and even that just doesn't sound very godly, does it? Uh, no, not to me or all that. And and one thing that was really hurtful uh, to us and particularly Carrie was, you know, one of our good friends even pulled one our daughter aside and had mentioned that you know if you need a real mom, I, I'm here for you. You know and oh my you goodness. know and uh, you know people really in all earnestness wanted to be able to take our kids and raise our kids because we were leading them to hell you know by leaving the church it's just unbelievable i know it's uh, it's something that's been said a few times here that 
that and I, I'm grateful for my wife too, Carla, that she was willing to to look and listen and and to actually study a little bit. Well, so uh, anything else then? For no, no, okay. go ahead. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just go get back to your background <laughs> as, as a Latter Day Saint. Sure. You're born in the church, were you? Yep, I was. Uh, uh, born and raised in the church, uh, my parents, uh, and just very similar to Carrie's story, that uh, pioneer heritage. Wow. Um, it goes way back. Um, matter of fact, my uh, I have my uh, I come through a line that came with Brigham Young uh, on his trip here to the valley, and, yeah. and he's actually on the monument. The this really? is the, the place this monument. Is the place uh, monument. Uh, John Pack wow. uh, was uh, a great, great grandfather you know yeah. I don't know how many greats yeah. but and, and incidentally he had seven wives and you know and uh, <laughs> I came through there so uh, polygamist and uh, heritage in the church and, and pioneer heritage and wow uh, active uh, all my family's has been active my whole life and um, my dad was a bishop and uh, you know always uh, always active in the church Wow, and you just grew up, uh, born, baptized at AIDS? And uh, I grew up Deacon just like, you know, growing up here in, in Utah and Salt Lake. Uh, you know, I was a typical LDS, you know, <laughs> kid growing up, uh, deacon, teacher, priest, elder, yeah. uh, you know, mission, uh, just did the whole, I mean, just just a normal, yeah. you know, LDS uh, <laughs> existence. You, know. you weren't a rebel at all? You were just uh, obedient pretty much? I was, you know, for the most part, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just kind of, I, I, you know, went along and did it, and it, I didn't really think other than that's just kind of the way, yeah. that's the norm, that's just the way it was. You took seminary, I guess? Yeah, I went, uh, graduated from seminary, four yeah. years of seminary. And so you get ready to, you get a call on your mission, and you go through the temple, anything interesting happen there? Or? Well, it, it was interesting, you know, yes, because uh, when I first went through, and I, it's interesting now hearing a lot of people, but your, my first impression was, what have I just done? You know, what yeah. is this? And <laughs> Um, I, I remember it kind of reminded me, uh, I'd gone to a couple um, like midnight masses with a friend of mine who was Catholic, and, oh. and there just was a lot of structure, you know, stand up, sit down, say this, say that, and it felt to me like it was <laughs> a lot like that, and um, just very uh, unusual to what I was used to. Yeah, yeah. But you figured you'd figure it out later or understand exactly. it. The family was doing it. That's what I felt. Well, and that's the thing, too. Yeah, I mean, like, as a young person going to the temple and you have parents and family and you just kind of rely on that they know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And your concentration level is never higher, is it? I mean, you're uh, trying to remember every oh, word, yes. every thought. You're yeah. just trying to, yeah. to be the best little obedient <laughs> boy you can be. I can imagine that. Yeah, that's so the true. same way I felt. But you get called to, to England. Yeah, How did that go? Uh, good. Served a mission in England. Uh, I really loved England, loved the people. Yeah. You know, did, didn't really have any, um, you know, as far as negative aspects about yeah. the church or feelings about the church or anything like I've that. I've kind of asked this question before, but looking back now, do you feel like you were preaching Jesus or do you feel like you were preaching the church? Oh, heavens no. I, I I felt like I was a salesman for the church, and I did even then. I, I, but I, th I just felt that that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, because there was really such a um, emphasis on numbers. You know, how many people did you teach? <laughs> how many Book right. of Mormons did you put out? And the other thing too is we had goals for baptisms, and we had goals for priesthood baptisms. Kind of the priesthood baptism was kind of a, a you know, a, it, it, for lack of other words, it was more special than if we baptize someone that wasn't priesthood, meaning either a child or a, or a woman 
at that oh, point. Oh, really? Because they were wanting, you know. We never, they, I don't know that we made that distinction, yeah, but I can had, understand the value of having a priesthood holder. Yeah, we would have, we would have goals for the wow. mission, that, and we would have a baptism goal, and part of that goal would be, a certain amount of that would be priesthood. Priesthood, priesthood age. Uh, yeah. Boys or, right. or men. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah, which... I didn't think about it at the time. No, no, but, you don't. You, know. you just do it. Nineteen, whatever. Right. <laughs> now it's eighteen, I guess, uh, even younger. Yeah. Any questions ever come up that uh, kind of struck you during that time? No, not at all. Yeah. None. So mm-hmm. you came home and. Uh, came home and uh, you know the, you know my counsel coming home was you know uh, get married as quick as you can and. It's the next thing uh, to do, isn't it? And uh, you know, I luckily I, I found a good one, and we've been together ever since. Well, she's a sweetheart, <laughs> and we just enjoyed so much listening to her. I can tell you, yeah. you, you have a great relationship. She has, she has a great respect for you, and the integrity that you have, and that we'll talk about that in a minute, I guess. But so, what you go on for a few years here, and everything's okay. Yeah, everything's fine. As a matter of fact, uh, you, you know, kind of to make a long story short. Uh, <laughs> You know, we had a, a long life in the church, you know, raised our kids in the church. Um, you know, as Carrie mentioned before, we have four kids, um, two yeah. that are a little older, and um, uh, now teen- and our two younger ones are teenagers now, but uh, all raised in the church. Um, you served callings? I, yeah, I was, I, served, I was in the elders' quorum presidency. I was young men's president. Taught Sunday school many times. And then um, the last calling I had, I was called in the bishopric as... Uh, counselor in the bishopric. Wow, okay. And uh, it was kind of toward the end of my time. I was there for five and a half years, and it was towards the end of that time is, is when I started um, having some questions. What happened? Um, what happened for me, uh, it, it's really quite um, <laughs> interesting because, you know, no big flashes or anything, but I was, I had, through my work, I had a... Um, a customer of mine that I got to know pretty well, and yeah. uh, this person was not LDS, and um, she knew I was, and I knew she wasn't, and we would kind of joke with each other about our religions, and she was Jewish, and she, you know she'd tell me Mormon jokes, and I'd tell her Jewish <laughs> jokes, and it, you know it was pretty, it was very friendly. And, yeah. Um, one day she asked me about, uh, she says, "Well, what's this about Joseph Smith translating the Book of Mormon by putting his face in a hat?" And um, I'd never heard that before. You know, and and all these years in the church, you've never heard that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I I've, I've been through the church my whole life, seminary, mission, you name it. I, you know, in the in the bishopric, I mean, it, I I was not short on church knowledge, but right. I'd never heard this because yeah, certainly it's not in any of the church, you know, Sunday school manuals or anything <laughs> like that. No, and uh, so I was, you know, I basically I said, you know, that's that's crazy. I said, yeah. that I've never heard that before, and I would know. Yeah. I mean, so. And the pictures are all showing him exactly. translating from these plays. And I'm like, uh, you know, so I said, that's absolutely, you know, I don't believe it. That's wrong. I said, and I said, it's not true. Um, I said, I don't know where you got that, but it's just not true. And <laughs> she said, well, I, th- I really think it is. And I'm like, well, that, that's just, that's baloney. I was emphatic. Yeah. And, uh, and it kind of, you know, stuck with me a little bit. And I was more wanted to prove her wrong sure you know and show her that that wasn't yeah. really true no. and so one of the one of the first things I did because I, I was really you know I wanted to do some research but I was really nervous about researching in the wrong places yeah. you know as LDS were you know taught 
very well right. uh, to avoid anything that would be considered anti-Mormon. Sure. So I wanted to make sure I was not doing anything anti, and so I, you know, looked in some of the church things, and the, there's nothing there, obviously, in the in the standard church, you right. know, uh, manuals or publications. And then I was uh, actually I uh, was given a suggestion to read uh, Richard Bushman's book, Rough Stone Rolling, okay. uh, which is a, a very scholarly. Book um, autobiography, or it's not. A, it's a biography on Joseph Smith. Is he a church historian? Or he he is a professor, historian. He's yeah. a, a patriarch. I mean, I mean. So I, I was very comfortable reading yeah. his book because he, he picked it up at Deseret Book. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's he's a current member of the church, very well respected. I mean, there's nothing there's yeah. nothing to, to fear about this. Right. And literally, the first chapter as I'm reading is the story about Joseph Smith translating the Book of Mormon by using the peepstone in his hat. <laughs> And as I read that, you couldn't believe it. I was like, I was, I was angry. Oh my goodness! And I wasn't angry that that's how he did it. I was angry that I didn't know about it, and that I was defending that it wasn't true because I'd never been taught that. I've been taught other things, and that the church. And so my my thought process the process at that point was, the church did not want me to know this, or I would have known it. You know. Yeah. Um, because uh, I was taught a, ho a totally different thing, you know, Urim yeah. and Thummim, uh, you know, and standing, you know, doing the translation. You see him, like you said, the pictures yeah. with him pouring over the plates. You never hear anything about, you know, peep stones and hats, and that the plates were never there. Yeah. But you know, this is. I mean, I'm I'm reading this from a very from a, someone that is pro pro Mormon, pro, <laughs> pro LDS scholar, yeah. well respected, and and that's what happened. And and it's all documented. It's not, you know, it's yeah. not. It's very factual, so yeah. I couldn't deny that that's really what happened. Did you ever tell this lady? You know, um, <laughs> I haven't actually, because I've since kind of gone Maybe on to different watch things. The show. <laughs> she might, yeah, um, but um, find out you. That would be she very was interesting. Right. Yeah, I'm sure she would, she'd probably like uh, do a cheer, for get that. a chuckle yeah. for that. <laughs> but you know, so that really led me down a whole road. You know, that opened the Pandora's box for it's me. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? If you yeah. just allow yourself a little bit of investigative thought process right so what else did you start learning that you hadn't known before well the thing that was amazing to me Earl was I didn't realize there was so much I didn't know <laughs> you know we know more about Mormonism now don't we yeah than we ever did as Mormons. oh heavens I I know more about church history and about Mormonism than I would think than most of the people I talk to that have been Mormons their whole lives yeah, for a long time exactly and you know and I'll bring I'll mention some of these things and people have the same reaction that I did you know, like, well, that's, that, there's no way, that's not true, or, yeah. you know, and, you know, my, and my thing is, you know, well, don't believe me, really, don't believe me, I'm just, you know. Check it out. You can Look for yourself, but I find people won't do it, Yeah. you know, e even, I'll even mention Russell and Rowling and say, read this book, you know, it's pro-Mormon, and, uh. Well, that's the way I felt about Grant Palmer's book, you know, The Insider's mm -hmm. View of Mormon Origins. Yeah. Here was a institute director, and. And he was sharing these unbelievable things I'd never heard before. Well, and that's and actually Grant Palmer's book. After I read Rough Stone Rolling, I think that was probably the very next book. Because at that point, I thought, I, you know, I so I, I kind of, I really gave myself permission at that point. You have to. I, where you? I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to really kind of check some things out. Yeah. And I'm then, not going to go blindly right, anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I read Grant Palmer's book, and that really, like you say, I mean that uh, that one is uh, also we'll follow it up with uh, w after reading Rough Stone, really solidified things for me. 
Well, it was interesting because it, it, it explains why the three witnesses, the other eight witnesses, are really not reliable witnesses, why, right. w what the deal was with the plates, the book of Abraham. Did you run across that? Oh, heavens, yes. As a matter of fact, that's, an, I mean, again, if anybody will just look at, at the real history and yeah. see really what, you know, what happened, you look at the book of Abraham and how that came about, Again, it's not the way we were taught. No, you know, in in Sunday school no. and in priesthood lessons. Yeah, um, and when you really find out what it is, and that you know, and what was translated has absolutely nothing to do with what is in the papyri or the facsimile. Yeah, and um, you know, it it's just uh, it's devastating to a testimony. It was for me. Well, it was for me, too. I, I kind of gave a pass, even, to the papyri uh, yeah. part of it. But the facsimile is irrefutable. Right. They're just totally Yeah, you totally cannot wrong. deny that. Can't deny it. Well, yeah. I'm kind of interested to get to our story when you uh, come to the conclusion that the church isn't true and you decide to tell Carrie. And yeah. Uh, how long did this go on where you were studying and trying to come to grips with this? Um, it probably went on for about a year, Did you know, really? when I was really doing a lot of uh, a lot of this um, studying, and I would be in my office and uh, re you know, reading a lot, and then I started actually going to some uh, websites. I went like uh, Mormon Stories. Actually, I was listening yeah. to a lot of the podcasts, right. Mormon Stories, um, and just kind of getting a lot of knowledge. Almost, I felt like I was kind of getting re-educated yeah. to what the true history of the church was. Right. And uh, and what happened too is that they're kind of uh, kind of like what you said. I could I could give a pass to one or two things and say, okay, you know, okay, I get that, or I can see how that could happen. Men are men are men, right? Yeah. You know. But what ended up happening was there was such a preponderance of evidence that I just w I just end up having to throw up my hands and say, okay, I give. You know, there's so much. There literally was so much. That I just ha had to just give up and say, okay. I was, your, was your spirit troubled or kind of I don't know how to say that? Were you angst? Have <laughs> had angst or? Oh, for sure. I was de uh, depressed, maybe, but just it's it's a tough. Really is. I mean, I, I mean, it, it, it's it's so foundational in our lives. Yeah. You know, those of us that grew up LDS sure. and particularly here, I think, and it's such a huge part of our lives. It really is intertwined in. And all of our thoughts and everything we do, um, decisions that we make, and uh, oh, our temple marriage, and like you said, yeah. So, so it, you know, at some point, it was almost like I couldn't just carry it around anymore by myself. And that's when you decided to take right. Carrie. And you know, Carrie and I, you know, we're pretty close, and you know, we don't, you know, we were pretty open about things. And I, I, I also kind of felt like I was hiding something from her. I and felt that, yeah. Yeah, and, um, but at the same time, I was frightened to say anything because I was, I was afraid of, you know, causing a, a rift in our marriage or something that was going to, yeah. you know, uh, end up being something that could destroy our marriage or our family. Yeah. And so I was terrified to bring it up to her and, um, you know, praise the Lord, you know, when I did, she was, uh, obviously she was shocked and, and kind of taken back, but uh, she was willing to to hear me and, and just kind of uh, and find out for herself too without being too judgmental at first you know and uh, uh, what a blessing that is you well, know, like, like she said or told us last week that uh, here was somebody that she respected and had integrity you'd been an honest person you guys had had a wonderful marriage and I'm sure when she said those or you said those things to her she thought well 
like she said, he wouldn't just say these things. He had to have thought about it, prayed about it. Yeah. Well, I, and and really, that I was hoping that and had hoped that she would take it that way. Yeah. Um, because it was not something that I did that was you know I took lightly or it was something that was I just heard something and so I just you oh, know okay. threw it out. Yeah, you know, it was you. something that I had spent a lot of time and thought and prayer and yeah. you know over you know so. You know, kind of, like I said, it kind of came to a point where I felt like I just couldn't carry that burden by myself anymore. Wow. And I needed to share it with her. And again, like kind of like I was hiding something from her. Yeah. And really my point, too, was not, at that point, I wasn't trying to pull her away from the church right. at all. But more, she needed to understand where I was yeah. and what was happening with me. Well, what does Jesus mean now? compared to as a Latter-day Saint. Here you, I'm sure you remember the Church of Jesus Christ all these years, and yeah. what, uh, did that change for you? Oh, for sure. You know, I um, have defended many times, uh, you know, on the mission and other places about, you know, that Mormons are Christian and, you know, we believe in Christ and, you know, taught the atonement, you know, I, countless times in different <laughs> lessons and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I think like, you know, like, uh, those that you know watched Carrie yesterday or last week is that literally when I was able to free myself from um, the Mormonism, yeah, my understanding of of Christ and uh, of God just expanded. And reading the New Testament is it was uh, a completely new experience for me. Did you see things in there that uh, you'd never seen it before? Was, it was incredible. You know, <laughs> and, and like was mentioned, uh, I think, on here before, you know, in Matthew, it, when he talks about, you know, uh, my burden is easy, and, and, yeah. and I, I could never understand it. I read that as an LDS person, and I'm like, I don't feel, you know, that... <laughs> there's burden here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of burden. I don't... Where is that? Because I don't have it, and I, I don't get it, and... Uh, but I'll tell you, once you accept Christ, um, you know, in a like Christ wanted us to accept him and, and, and yeah. planned and, and died for and accept that gift, I mean, it is, you can understand now what that, what that verse means and that, that it, his burden is light. Yeah. And, uh, and then you can actually rejoice in, in God and, and what he did for us. And, yeah. and then again, like, you know, the thing is, it's amazing, is then you go out and you, you do things joyfully. You want to to serve him and work for him and do those kind of things rather than feel compelled to. Well, you know, I've thought a lot about this whole format that we do here in the Ex-Mormon Files, and I know we cover a lot of this activity in the church and stuff, and that's a negative because we end up learning that Joseph Smith and other stuff about plural marriage and Book of Abraham and all that. Right. But what you're explaining now is really the good news, isn't it? Absolutely. I, I think that, well, for me, my journey is learning the history kind of brought me to a place where I could really accept Christ. Uh, oh, wow. And um, so, it, you know, be, getting to that point where then I could really uh, understand and accept Christ as my Savior, and it, it's such an uh, amazing blessing, you know, and have, have that gift now. Yeah. And, I, you know, I feel uh, certainly a lot closer to the Savior um, than I ever did as an LDS person. And Prayers it, are different. Absolutely, and yeah. it's certainly you know you know I know that maybe LDS people that are watching would think you know uh, well maybe didn't have a testimony or wasn't doing things oh, right or you know that. wanted to leave. 
none of that is true. And I think even like Carrie said, you know, more than most, I wanted it to be true. Yeah, we weren't looking to get away from the church, were we? Right. I mean, right. <laughs> so you know, in a way, I'm grateful that uh, I'm grateful that that I was able to find out a lot of this, the true history of the church and that it that's the way it happened so it could bring me to Christ. Yeah, that's a Well, what about your kids now? Are yeah. they Well, um, you know, praise the Lord, all of them are they're not uh LDS anymore. Um, oh. but uh and the, our our two younger kids are saved and we're working on our older boys and they're willing uh, to listen but, and Yeah, but we're our families uh, as close to, uh, now as we ever have, you know, our, yeah. and uh Enjoy going to church? Do they? We do. We go to we go to church each week and yeah. uh, and enjoy it there. How was that that first time going? Was that kind of interesting for it, you? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was certainly different, you yeah. know, than uh, going to um, a Mormon ward. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that was that I really enjoyed about it, and from the first experience, was uh, the people's true conviction that they've you know they they were there because they wanted to be there not because they felt like they had to be there. Yeah, they weren't earning their way to salvation. Right. They were there and praising Christ, right? Absolutely. Jesus God. Yeah, absolutely. That was so different for me. <laughs> Didn't you notice that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And and just you know, that um, kind of exuberance, too, you know, being able to worship Yeah. Um, rather than, you know, being stifled and sit there and listen and, you know, move to the next class or whatever. It's, it, it's a worship. So... So now, how does that burden feel? Well, I, you know, now it's a, a freedom, you know, freedom in Christ. It's gone. Right? It, yeah, there's there is no burden. Uh, the only burden I feel is that I want to, um, you, you know, continue in my in, in my relationship with with God. Yeah. Um, and been able to share that with others. Uh, you don't hate Mormons, do you? Heavens, no. I love Mormons. <laughs> I and I love to. You know, I, I feel. I love to argue with them, just but more because you know I love them, yeah. and I don't argue. I sometimes I like to try and poke at them, you know, to make them think, because it's what you know. That's how it happened for me, and <laughs> but uh, I know I love Mormons. I love them dearly, and. Um, well, you've got about thirty seconds, yeah. 40 seconds. What do you, what would you tell the Latter Day Saints? Well, what I would tell Latter Day Saints one is uh, is read the New Testament, like. Uh, like with no preconceived notions, like a child, like maybe? like a child. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually I gave this. Uh, I asked my sister. I said, "Read Rough Stone Rolling, read the New Testament." With, like I said again, with those no preconceived notions, and we'll talk because you, you will not be the same if you do it with a sincere heart, exactly. with real intent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Rick, thanks so much for coming. Thank you, you're, Earl. you're a great friend, and we appreciate you very much. And your your great story oh, so thank you remember you're following the gospel of joseph smith not the gospel of jesus christ this has been the audio edition of the ex-mormon files the ex-mormon files is a production of main street church of brigham city for information about this program including past and current video episodes please visit exmormonfiles.com from there you can also download audio episodes of this program if you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.